You're listening to County Conversations, a podcast brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. Today we're talking about investing in broadband infrastructure. Joining NYSAC's Legislative Director Ryan Gregoire is Benjamin Swankamp, Deputy Budget Director for Erie County. They discuss ErieNet, a 360-mile fiber network that would bring high-speed broadband to communities throughout the county who have struggled with access. The project was originally postponed because of the COVID-19 pandemic, but the arrival of federal infrastructure funding could help move it forward. Welcome to this week's episode of County Conversations. My name is Ryan Gregoire, NYSAC's Legislative Director. Today I'm joined by Ben Swankamp, Erie County's Deputy Budget Director. And Ben is also uh, taking up the charge and leading the county's ErieNet project, which is their comprehensive plan to really build out uh, countywide broadband services and target those areas within the community that um, are either underserved or are unserved currently by broadband. Uh, ben, thanks for joining today's show. Uh, glad to be here. Thanks, Ryan. So, Ben, just for our listeners to start off, can you tell us a little bit about uh, Erie County? You know, what's what's the population of the county? Certainly, uh, I think most people know that the city of Buffalo, our second largest city uh, in the state of New York, is located within the county. But uh, what is the geographic you know, what, what does Erie County look like? So as kinds of polling cars likes to say, Erie County is kind of a microcosm of, uh, of a, a state. We have both rural, urban, and suburban areas everywhere from dairy farms and corn farmers all the way to, uh, like you said, the second largest city in the state of New York. Uh, Buffalo is our county seat and we have a population of around 920,000 people, but it's fairly diverse geographically uh, sitting upon the Canadian border and Lake Erie. Yeah, so certainly, you know, you've got an urban core, but then you also have suburban and, and more rural communities as well. Um, so I guess that brings me to ErieNet. You know, how did how did this project uh, come to be and, and what are you guys looking to achieve? The ErieNet project is actually, has actually uh, came to uh, become from a 2017 broadband feasibility report that the county uh, had conducted. Um, so the county for a very long time uh, has had um, broadband issues in the rural areas with a lack of connectivity and also a lack of um, competition and choices for consumers in even more densely populated areas. So after um, making a request for proposal, the county subcontracted with a company called ECC Technologies to do a comprehensive broadband study, taking a look at all of the fiber and other broadband technologies available in the county, the average speeds people were getting, the cost that they were paying, the infrastructure currently available, and then making various recommendations based on their analysis of what they saw across the county. Uh, one suggestion from that report was something called an open access network, uh, which is what we call a middle mile solution. So uh, many folks have probably heard about the big fiber project in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where they have a complete municipal broadband program. Uh, so you would actually contract directly with the government for your service there. This is a slightly less expensive option, actually, frankly, dramatically less expensive option, uh, but that still helps to achieve some of the same goals as municipal broadband. So a middle mile solution would connect various um, key anchor institutions, county buildings, county facilities, county libraries, 
uh, PSAPs, public safety access points, any interested municipalities that also wish to expand or improve connectivity to their governmental buildings, major economic development sites, uh, construction sites or economic development zones, key employers, hospitals, school districts, all of these entities would be nodes on a network uh, of uh, fiber uh, run throughout the county, which would be available at a, the lowest possible cost, no profit involved to anybody that wished to lease access to that line to build out further uh, fiber uh, network as well. Uh, so a small ISP, a small internet service provider that might not be able to typically enter a market and do all the work on their own could tap into pre-existing municipal fiber uh, and then build out to the neighborhood. Uh, and that's to, and that helps to incentivize additional uh, ISPs to come into your market, improve competition, pricing and service for customers. Yeah, that, you know, that's a, that's a pretty neat strategy to go about it, Ben. You know, this idea, this concept of uh, not only expand the fiber footprint in the community, but then allow other smaller companies to come in and take part in this private public partnership, essentially, to build out to uh, the last mile, I guess, or a, in a, another iteration beyond the middle mile. Um, can, can you tell us a little bit about how the county is funding this endeavor? What, what does the cost look like and, and where is the funding to, uh, to administer this program coming from? So even prior to COVID occurring and all the various big federal packages getting passed like ARP, we had intended to pursue this project. Initially, our plan was to um, uh, create a local development corporation which would then issue debt to fund the uh, actual construction of the project with design costs paid for out of county share dollars. So right before COVID hit, we were about to issue our RFP. Actually, we did go ahead and issue the RFP for schematic design of the network, as well as business planning. However, COVID hit, we knew we we're gonna be in a rapid cash uh, uh, constraints um, with the, a, a recession looming and seeing sales tax collapse. So we pressed pause on all of that. Uh, thankfully, with the um, thanks to the CARES Act and the American Rescue Plan, the economy has rebounded quite quickly and counties across New York State are seeing excellent sales tax growth, as well as we have now new pools of money for it. So we dusted off those RFPs, uh, chose a winner, uh, and went ahead with county share dollars to pay for initial design, uh, schematic design. And we'll be using, our plan is to use our second tranche of American Rescue Plan money which should be arriving in May of 2022 to pay for actual construction. That's pretty exciting. And do you anticipate, Ben, that you'll have enough resources through that second tranche of the American Rescue Plan to, to build out what Erie County is looking to do here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with this middle mile solution, again, it's much more cost effective than doing full municipal broadband. So we estimate costs for a 360 to 400 mile fiber network to be maybe between 28 million and $32 million. Whereas a full municipal um, broadband network like Chattanooga did could, uh, I would estimate, probably get close to a billion dollars. Um, so, but with Erie County's second tranche coming in at around another 89.2 you know, million dollars, we'll have enough funding in there to do uh, ErieNet and more. That's pretty exciting, uh, Ben. And, you know, through, through ErieNet and, and looking at the needs assessment that ECC had conducted uh, last year or, or previously, how many constituents uh, do you believe that you'll be able to serve or better serve 
through this, uh, through ErieNet? That's an interesting question. So we know there's, there's ultimately only a few thousand Erie County residents that have no connectivity, no connectivity options right now. Whereas no matter what they tried to do, they'd be hard pressed to get any um, internet service provider to provide connectivity for them. Uh, in those in some of our most difficult areas, rural areas along major creeks and things like that. So some tough spots out there. So what our goal here, it isn't just to provide um, service to folks like that. It's to improve the overall quality of service and to future proof the internet um, uh, infrastructure in Erie County. Um, much of Erie County is only served with, um, at best, a DOCSIS uh, option, which is a hybrid fiber and coaxial cable solution um, from Spectrum. Um, and that, you know, is working great right now for a lot of folks, um, but they don't have any competition. And we feel in the future, fiber is going to be the default technology as we see uh, file sizes increase, bandwidth needs increase. So we're trying to build this network out to have the highest possible fiber strand count, the number of strands of fiber in the in the actual line we're running so that five, 10, 15 years from now, that infrastructure is still gonna be uh, up to the, the network demands of Erie County residents in 2030, 20, 20, 2035. Yeah, that, that's, um, that makes a lot of sense trying to build for, for the future really in Erie County. And you know, for our listeners out there, there's been a lot of new development, a lot of new projects in Erie County. And certainly as we're, as we're hearing today, uh, the county is also taking quite a uh, quite an aggressive and forward-thinking vision here in expanding broadband coverage. You know, Ben, just going back to the American Rescue Plan quickly, a lot of counties, and we're hearing from across the state, across the country, really, that a lot of counties are looking to explore something similar to what Erie County is doing or some iteration thereof. They're really looking to try and, and get broadband out. Certainly the COVID-19 pandemic, um, you know, created a lot of need, or I shouldn't say created, but exposed a lot of need out there, uh, certainly for students who are trying to connect during the remote learning, businesses that are trying to survive while they may have been closed down and so forth. You know, is, is this a model that Erie County believes uh, can be used in other communities across the state? Is it something that's easy enough or that's uh, that can be replicated for other counties? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't want to take full credit here. A couple of other counties have been pioneers in this. The Southern Tier Open Access Network, uh, stretching across the Southern Tier um, with its heart and corning, uh, did this you know several years ago. And we went out there and visited with those guys and learned a lot of lessons from them. So I'll give them a lot of credit. And Ontario County also did an open access network some years ago, which was actually, I think, so successful that they, they spun it off into a, um, its own independent company now. Um, so it's been done before, um, but yeah, this model could absolutely work. One thing I'll note is as we're, I guess, going through the, the infrastructure bill that passed the Senate today, there is significant broadband dollars, I think $65 billion. Um, there is, yeah. Counties that are classified as rural, fully rural counties that, that the USDA say, sorry, that the USDA would classify as rural, they may have access to special additional pots of money. Um, so if you're looking at your ARP dollars for this and you are a, a, rural, a USDA rural county, may hold back a bit, take a look at the final infrastructure bill, you may have additional dollars that are available to you. Yeah, and, and that's a great point, Ben. For, for our listeners out there, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, uh, which is a spinoff of President Biden's 
uh, American Jobs Plan is the piece of legislation that has just passed through the Senate uh, this afternoon with bipartisan support. There was 19 members of the Republican conference that supported uh, Senator Schumer and the Democrat majority in the Senate. That bill has now passed. It goes back to the House of Representatives where uh, leaders in the House and the Senate will have to come to a bipartisan agreement um, in order for the House to move it forward and then eventually make its way to the president's desk. I will also note for our listeners that uh, concurrent to this process, there's another $3.5 trillion uh, package that's more or less inclusive of President Biden's American Families Plan that is also making its way through the federal government. So, you know, certainly we'll have our eyes on uh, watching that. But uh, as Ben has mentioned, there's a lot of money out there uh, for broadband. We just need to continue to encourage our members of Congress to support that proposal, get it across the finish line so the president can sign it. Um, ben, you know, th this has been really informative for our counties. Is there anything from your perspective that, um, you know, would make Erie County's job easier in, in developing or expanding broadband? Do you think uh, you have the resources you need? Are there are there I other items, you know, we, we've talked a lot about federal funding, but is there other areas of the American Rescue Plan and county executive polling cars is uh, reinvest in Erie's neighborhoods and employ our workforce, the Renew Plan, uh, that you want to highlight for our listeners? Uh, so beyond all that, well, a few points I'll make quickly here. Uh, New York State is one of the few states that is currently um, uh, fiber is taxable. Um, which does somewhat slow down development. And it's gonna require any county looking at this option to look at a local development corporation model to ensure non-taxability of the network. It's gonna help the, the business fundamentals. Um, and also New York State DOT is still currently charging for right-of-way fees for fiber lines as well. Another issue there that folks are gonna to wanna to take a look at if you're doing a project like this. Um, so those are two areas where New York is not being super helpful in terms of the deployment of fiber. Um, also, I know counties may be hearing from folks with a lot of other technologies out there, um, hearing about 5G right now, certainly hearing about other wireless options. Um, you know, take a look at those. Uh, 5G is going to be a long ways off, and it's really each microcell tower uh, requires its own fiber tie down and only has rates of about one city block. So if you're a rural county looking at options to cover a lot of people, 5G, actual, actual true ultra wideband 5G is going to be uh, a tricky sell out there. Um, so definitely be cautious on that. Other than that, yeah, so the Renew plan was the, our plan to spend the first tranche of ARP dollars. We wanted to move very quickly, get that money into the economy, creating jobs as fast as possible. That's why we, we did move so quickly, working with our legislature to get that, that done. And um, uh, we're really happy with what we were able to put together uh, for the second tranche, again, looking at ErieNet and also um, some major sewer investments as well. That's one of the four allowable categories for infrastructure spending and making some major upgrades to improve uh, water quality in our region. Well, great. Thank you, Ben, for, for providing our listeners with this overview of ErieNet, uh, Erie County's Renew Plan, which is the investment of American Rescue Plan dollars. Certainly we'll be engaging with you and County Executive Polling Cars as we go through the next several years here. Um, and we'll be keeping an eye on on everything and, and all the great work that's going on in Erie County and sharing that message 
in those projects with counties across the state. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of County Conversations. Keep tuning in each week for more interviews focused on county government and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date.